Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. First Samuel in chapter 32. And it's in verse 8, the verse for the month. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. And without doubt, recover all. Now, that's the word for me. I said, that's the word for me. Glory be to God in the highest. Because it makes it clear to me that there should never be a time when I'm not pursuing. And that's what life is all about, actually. And that's what Christian life, and that's how Christian life is defined. The Christian life is defined as a fight. A fight of faith. It's defined as a war. A good warfare. The fight of faith, good, I mean, the good fight. So, in life without pursuit is no life at all. You say, what do you mean? Pursuit here is trying to recover. I understand. If you're not recovering, you're trying to catch something. But life is about pursuit. Glory be to God in the highest. And so, you know the rest of the story from the context. It happened. Verse 1, it happened in Ziklag. David had gone out. You know the rest of the story. He'd gone out to fight against the covenant children of God. And then later discovered that it was an impossibility. I just, I began to wonder, what kind of wisdom was that? I was trying to impress, you know, those who are showing him favor. But to impress them would mean you are coming against the children of God. David was actually in serious trouble, running for dear life, so, so I can appreciate that. Uh, but for Archish at this time, probably Saul would have caught up with him, probably. But I know that Paul, even if Saul had caught up with David, he wouldn't have been able to kill David. You say, why? Because God had already appointed and anointed him to be the next king. So it's a matter of God, God's word and the devil's word. It's a matter of God and the devil. You think the devil can win? Lie, lie. But I'm just thinking that, suppose Akish did not grant him asylum. If he didn't grant him asylum, he probably would be in deep trouble. So it was only natural for him to give back. Because now, this country of his asylum was going into war against his own nation. And the only way he could demonstrate his loyalty, knowing fully well who he was, they knew him. He could only give what he had. He was a warrior, a dangerous one. And they knew. I'm sure you know at this time he had killed Goliath. And Goliath was the warlord of the Philistines. So for the Philistines now take him in. Wow. So they knew who he was. And now they were fighting against the covenant children of God. So he went to volunteer. He said, Let me fight your battles. The king actually took the bait. But his warlord says, No. We are warriors. We are going against a very strong enemy. They always have God fighting on their behalf. And now want this one who is one of them, who is their hero, to fight alongside us. He said, King, we are not sure. 
We are not sure. This guy will turn against us right when it is toughest. So we don't want him. Hello? And rightly so. Any right thinking man will do that. So he went back. But whilst he was still trying to fight for them and negotiating with them, the devil had gone behind him to deal a blow. They had kidnapped. They talk of kidnapping. They had burned down. They talk of burning. They had destroyed what they could not carry. So it was terrible. So he came back feeling dejected, having been rejected, not knowing what the warlord could now be discussing with the king. So he wasn't sure of himself anymore, but for his trust in God. He got to Ziklag and so everything was gone. Wow. What a situation. God have mercy. It was so bad that men began to weep. They said they wept until they had no more strength to weep. And like it would naturally happen, you look for somebody to blame. So the men said, okay, finally, I think you are the problem. David? Wow. But what they had forgotten was that when they came to David, they were all in debt. They were in tatters. They were broken. There made no confidence at all. Before they came to David, but now they were mighty men of war. They forgot so quickly. Man, forget quickly. Man, forget. If you are still waiting, oh, ah, I trust. You remember, ah, you know, ah, trust God. They picked stones the same David. But hey, you suffered losses. It's bad. But David has suffered so losses. If I lost everything. So it wasn't a situation of just you guys go for it while I preserve in my own. No, 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 no. He lost everything. Then they picked stones. So for David, it was not double jeopardy. It was treble or quadruple. Rejection. Escaping from home. Home rejected him. Now his friends are now saying, you can't fight along us. And then feeling that rejection here, and double rejection, came back. Everything lost. Oh my goodness. And then now he's most trusted Allah. Said, no, I think you deserve death. The Bible said the only thing left for him was to turn to God. Can I be frank with you? In this journey that we are taking, there will come times in your life when your closest friend cannot help you. I understand. Don't say amen. Don't say amen. I understand. Your closest friend will not be able to help you then you know that it's God. Because at that point, if they're able to help you, you probably will misplace them for God. So at that time, was the man, the Bible said, he strengthened himself in the Lord. What else? Come on. David, do you have an option? Come on, do you have an option? Which other option do you have? But forget all the processes because of what I want to really cover today. So at that point, we're told that he called Abiata to come to bring him the airport which carried the coming and the tumen. And so he was able to talk to God. See, the greatest gift you have in life is to be able to talk to God in any situation. 
the greatest gift God has given you, which in fact defines your salvation, is access. He spoke and God answered. And what did he say? Shall I pursue them? Shall I overtake them? Two questions. God said, oh, pursue. Surely you will overtake. And without doubt, you will recover all. You see, God will always give you more than you are asking for. That's the God we serve. When it comes to recovery, God won't just give you what you lost. He will give you more. That's the God we serve. Is somebody here we're ready for more? In the name of Jesus. And so he pursued. But this is where I'm going. I want to get into the details on the methodology of recovery. By the grace of God. Um, the Bible says, so David now said, okay, let's go. So David inquired of Lovers 8. In verse 9, so David went and 600 people. And David pursued. Everybody say pursue. In the name of Jesus, say pursue. When you see a man who has lost it all and has no will to pursue, is ready to die. That's how they commit suicide. That's why people commit suicide. When there's no more will. But as long as you are still ready to pursue, you will recover all. In the name of Jesus. So he brought them to the brook Bessel, where those stayed who were left behind because some were weak now, they couldn't go. So David pursued in verse 10, he and 400 men, for 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross. They really wanted, can you imagine? They got up to go, but they were tired. Ah. He had more than 600 men, but 600 volunteered, and they started going at the brook. 200 could not continue. Tell your neighbor, say it's not by power. Say it's not by might. But by his spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Yes. So they pursued verse 11. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water, and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Glory be to God in the highest. Praise the Lord. Twelve. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and raisin clusters. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. That, somebody say restoration. restoration. You can see restoration all the way. Hallelujah. In fact, look, the restoration started with this guy. Glory be to God in the highest. They were persuaded. How? Well, who knows? As they were going, they found somebody left to die. But he will not die. I say he will not die. Somebody say restoration. restoration. It wasn't part of the story from the beginning, but it was very much part of the story. God has a part of the story that you don't know. In your total recovery, there's a part of the story that you don't know. So the boy was picked up. The boy was nurtured back and the boy received strength. Then the question David asked, because it's obvious, in those days, they know you by the way you appear. He, this was a slave. He said, whose slave are you? The first question. Whose slave are you? Who is holding you down? 
is against your future and your destiny. What slave are you? He said, I'm an Egyptian. The slave, America. You know, that day he stopped being a slave. Somebody say restoration. From today, every slavery, every bondage around you, every slavery that you have been subject to, I say is broken in the name of Jesus. As long as you are under the sound of my voice, it's a new beginning for you in the name of Jesus. Say restoration. David was on his way to recovery. Recovery happened all the way. I'm talking to somebody right now in the name of Jesus. Let in on your part. You'll be recovery, 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 recovery. Anywhere you go, there'll be recovery. In the name of Jesus. Anyone you touch, there'll be recovery. Anyone that collided with you, I say there'll be recovery. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, Glory. So he said so. How? Then David said, I, can you bring us to this person? This is your master. He said, can you promise me something? You won't kill me. And you won't hand me over. Oh, David said, don't deal. Somebody said, recovery. Do you know that after that day, this boy, this Egyptian became part of the covenant children of God for the rest of his life. You are led to die. But it's the beginning of your life. In the name of Jesus. You are about to begin to get into what the world and the devil never knew that you can attend to. In the name of Jesus. Say recovery. Say recovery. Say recovery. So he brought them there. Now watch this. When God told him to pursue and started pursuing, he had no clue how. But he trusted God. He trusted God. I say he trusted God. He recovered all. Hallelujah. Again, let me say this. It's not by power. It's not by mind. But by his spirit. By his spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Now, quickly, remember this story in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1. And the sons of the prophets, verse 1, said to Elisha, See now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Please let us go to Jordan and let every man take a beam from there. And let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, Go. Then one said, Please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down the trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, master. For it was borrowed. So the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there. And he made the iron float. Therefore he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. I'm bringing this in to further explain what I'm saying. By the grace of God. Glory be to God in the highest. Something was lost. 
in the course of normal life. Something was lost in the course of expansion. So it wasn't a situation of being lazy. No, no, no. He was busy. And who are these people? Sons of the prophets. Covenant children of God. Appointed as it were. Training to occupy an office. And of course, they were not just want to sit down. They were leading with initiatives. Quite creative. And talk of innovation. We can cut trees. We can build a bigger house. I can see the ministries expanding. And come on, sir. I said, please go. And the Bible said, they all partook. But before they left, they said, please come with us. And the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Come on, Proverbs. And lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And you direct your path. See, you know what got David to, to tie the covenant was he asked God. All right? And the reason this trouble will not be the end of their journey, I mean, sons of the prophet, they say, no, they recognize the anointing. Because in those days, if you want to hear God, you look for a prophet. Not to do. God can, through a prophet, send a word to you, but you don't run after prophets. Yes. The prophets of today are not fortune tellers or future tellers. They can dabble into it, they speak forth. They tell you the mind of God in alliance with the Bible. I can't tell you I'm a prophet of God today and I tell you that for you to get through this, you know what you're going to do? Go to one village. Ask for one babalawu. That is a lie. That's not a prophet of God. That's a liar. That's a fake. That's an agent of the devil. He won't give you anything that's contrary to the word of God. You won't come to me talking that you have a challenge with somebody's husband or somebody's wife. I have a challenge. I just want Thank God you came because the motor of cancer is safety. So we should cancel with you and say, let's break that power. That's of the devil. But I won't be the one to help you how to catch the woman or catch the man. You won't come to me saying you are doing business with somebody and the person, you don't want the person to remember that you are partners again. Isn't that what they do in the world? That's the devil. And that, those are the ones and people are running after them. Oh yeah. So these were people appointed. Because in those days, you don't even know the mind of God until you get a prophet. So then, they were right. Doing well, as it were. And now they had to go. They said, please come. Recognize the anointing of God. And they said, he went with them. And as they were cutting, they were felling trees. The axe head fell off. Can I ask you a candid question? If the axe head is broken and falling off, can you still continue? That means that venture comes to a halt. As a matter of fact, that investment is lost. And that explains why the man screamed and said, Ah! That's what he did. He was like, oh, I'm in trouble. He was like saying, bankruptcy. Then, he didn't stop there. Let that not be your last word. 
Let the word of God be your last word. He went to the prophet, said, this has happened, and I borrowed it. But let me quickly explain what somebody said. Okay, let me finish that. He said, where did you lose it? Where? Here. Okay. They were cutting down trees. He cut a branch from a tree. Drop it there. Accent floated. How God will restore you is not your business. You only need to believe God, and that's all. It's not all. You just trust Him. He can do it anyway. Remember, it's not by power, it's not by might. That was the way of the spirit. Prophet of God, fool is finished in town. He said, Reverend, feed him. Reverend? Reverend was not one of the best that they would even play with. Wasn't it? You know, it was one of the bad, dirty birds in the Bible. Their religion would not allow them to do anything with Reverend, but it is Reverend that will feed you. Raven will feed you. How will Raven feed you? Will carry food in his mouth. Carry enough to feed the prophet for many days. And the brook, everywhere dried up. The brook never dried. <laughs> Somebody say it's not by power. It's not by might. Say it's by my spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. I said glory be to God in the highest. And when the brook will dry, he said this brook is dry. Pack your load, go into the city. Everywhere is dry, there's no food. He said, I've appointed a woman that will feed you. A widow. A widow. That must be a rich widow. Widows are poor. A widow in a famine. All right. So he got there, he said, stay there. He sat down. Not long, a woman came out looking for sticks to make fuel, to cook. The other girl said, that's her. Ah. Hello, madam. Ah, man of God, how are you, sir? Sir, please, can you get me a cup of water? I'm thirsty. Is he near in town? Doesn't he know that there's no water? God won't ask from you if he has not provided for you. Stop crying when you are giving your offering. He said, stop. Excuse me, man. Yes, yes. Can you bake me bread? Bake you bread, okay. Ah. This man doesn't understand anything. This is a stranger. He says, sir, <laughs> you see me here standing. I'm picking this for my last meal for myself and my son so that after eating, we will die. Wisdom of God. God is going to a woman who is thinking of death. Somebody says, Restore! In the name of, oh, I feel the fire. Oh, <laughs> it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by spirit. The man said, I hear you. You want to cook the last and die? Go and do my own first. But why will he say, Go and do my own first? Honest, let's look at it. That was selfish. 
from the natural point of view. But it wasn't. Why? God spoke to him. said, that's the woman. And he's, he was working on the truth that if God says this woman will feed me for a long time, she probably doesn't know who she is. Go and do my own first. A lot of people don't know who they are. Tell your neighbor, say restoration. That defines Christianity. In the gospel, he said, look, the son of man is made manifest. Why? To destroy the works of the devil. That's the only reason why he came. And what's the work of the devil? Stealing, killing, and destroying. Every death against you, every killing and stealing targeted against you, I stand as a miracle of God and I destroy the name of Jesus. I destroy the name of Jesus. Anything trying to make your destiny less than what God has called it, I destroy in the name of Jesus. The destinies of your children, of your household, of your husband, of your wife. I say any lie of the devil against you, I reverse in the name of Jesus. You are not just going to recover all. You will get more in the name of Jesus. Wow, the devil has lost it. As a matter of fact, where you are now is working for your good. In the name of Jesus. What the devil intended for evil is your promotion. In the name of Jesus. He told the woman. And when the woman now brought it, all she had as she was taking it, said the cruise of oil. We know Randra. Your sacks of flour will never be sacked. And until the end of the drought, she ate, her son ate, and they were feeding the prophet. Why? God said, that's the next phase. You are in the next phase of God's plan. I say I'm in the next phase of God's plan. In the name of Jesus. I just went there to let you know that it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by his spirit. And so the accent floated. It's by his spirit. But he said something. He saw it floating. I mean, I'm an engineer. Accent. He said, Richard, to hand down, hold it. Now, how do you tie this together? What is your cutting edge tool as a Christian? The Holy Spirit. If you are not doing it by the spirit, you are doing it by the flesh. It's like they are accent gone and you are hitting the handle on the tree. You are cutting nothing. Or it's like they are accent totally door. Ecclesiastes 10.10. 10. When the axe is door, then you need more strength. And there's no guarantee that you are getting anything. Say, but wisdom is profitable. And when the spirit comes, his first impartation is wisdom. You are recovering all. So back to David. So God used whatever method he wanted. Go to verse 18. First Samuel 30, 18. Shall we read together? Wait a minute. What did God say? Without doubt. You will recover. Does he lie? Let God be true and every man a liar. 
had carried away, and David rescued these two wives. And nothing, somebody say nothing. Nothing, nothing of theirs was what? Lacking. Either small or great. Sons or, I think you are recovering your children. In the name of Jesus. Let those who need something shout amen. You are recovering your children. 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 In the name of Jesus. Sit down. And much of this was lacking. Neither small or great. Sons or daughters. Spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David did what? Recover. What did God say? Without doubt, you will recover all. He told me. I and the children he has given to me were for in the generations. I have no doubt about that. You are in for a good time. For the rest of your life. Then David took all the flocks and heads they had driven before. Those other livestock. And said, this is David's boy. He recovered everything to the tip of a pin. Then, all the other places they've gone to raid and stolen before they came to David. He said, now this is my own. When God recovers things, when God restores you, he does exceedingly, abundantly, above. Can't you see that your status has changed? Don't you think his song is indeed in your mouth now? The devil intended you to be mourning and whining and crying. You will sing for joy. The rest of your life. In the name of Jesus. Shall we rise up? Shall we rise up? Shall we rise up quickly? Tell somebody. Say total recovery. I'm recovering all. In the name of Jesus. All. 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 Say the anointing destroys the yoke. Thank God it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by his spirit. Father, we worship you. We adore you. Come on, give God the glory for that. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.